Welcome back to another episode of Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. This week, we welcome our web developer, Colleen. Hi, guys. <laughs> She's going to help us better understand the work she does with CSS. But first, here's our social media minute for the week. So Facebook is in the process of testing a new page format that will put less emphasis on liking a page. Instead, the platform will be shifting the focus to following. So Facebook will remove the like button altogether from Facebook pages and will make the new call to action button a follow prompt. And this will feature the number of followers a page has. So when you like a page, you automatically follow, but many people over time unfollow a page at a certain point. So while your like count may be a thousand, the number um, doesn't necessarily mean or represent the number of people that are seeing your updates on a regular basis. So that's definitely going to be a big change from where they always have been, yeah. I don't know if people are going to like that. I know. Because they just recently added in, like, you know, the different icons for the like button, like the care mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's, I don't think people are going to like that. Yeah, there'll be some blowback, definitely. <laughs> yeah, especially to Facebook in the past has put a lot of emphasis on how many likes a page has, mm-hmm. so if they're taking it away, I'd be curious especially to see how that changes. Especially people a lot of likes are not going to mm-hmm. be happy. But in a certain extent, too, it is good to understand, like, people that like your page don't necessarily see the content that you're sharing. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, true. Cool story. For my story, Instagram is finally rolling out shop. So according to Instagram's official blog, they have rolled out Instagram shop. Um, Instagram shop will have fresh collections and products from brands and creators, as well as special curations from social shopping channel. Um, for those in the U.S., look out for the checkout arrows that show which products you can buy directly on Instagram without leaving the app. And then later this year, they're adding a new shop tab in the navigation bar so you can get to Instagram shop in just one tab. So keep an eye out. Stuff you want to buy is going to start popping up in your Instagram feed as well. So is this going to be like um, connecting to third parties? or? It's a good question. I'll have to revisit the blog. Mm-hmm. Probably, though. It's just going to be super easy to buy anything on Instagram now, which is going to be kind of a good thing. I think we've talked about it in the past, Caitlin, how sometimes mm-hmm. you find stuff you actually really like just through the good uh, retargeting ads from everyone. Yeah, and obviously, too, with everything going on in the world, everyone's shopping online a lot more than they ever have. Mm-hmm. So this is a really good time for Instagram to like roll out this feature and really highlight that. Okay, so Colleen, thank you so much for joining us today. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking about two different things. Can I use and CSS ready classes for gravity forms? But first we're going to roll into can I use. Now can you explain a little bit what that is? So can I use is a a tool just to ensure like any CSS values we're using um, will be cross compatible throughout all different types of browsers. Because as we all know, like Internet Explorer is not really the most up to date. Mm-hmm. But um, we need to make sure at least it, we have like a, you know, backfall if it works on every other browser, but not IE. So it just really ensures like, you know, which, like where it works. And if you ever visit the Can I Use site, you'll see like graphs that uh, showcase how some are green, some are red, some are like a lime green. I believe there's orange and there's some gray. Those different colors have different meanings, whereas like, let's say the deep green is like it's fully compatible, like this CSS thing will work on this browser, but red obviously is like, this won't work at all. Oh, that's what I was trying to decipher, like what the individual colors meant, so that makes more sense now. Yeah, so the red will indicate like, this is where you'll need that fallback, where mm-hmm. like, 
if you're doing, for instance, like I know the filter function uh, in CSS doesn't work on IE, but it'll work on the majority of other browsers. Thankfully, Edge has this capability, um, but it's just letting you know like this won't work, so you just got to be sure when you, you know, implement these different CSS techniques that you have kind of that fallback. No. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. You no, I was just curious how you discovered this and have you been using it a long time because it seems like a really helpful feature. Yeah, ever since college um, because we had, like in my particular program, we did front-end and back-end development. Mm -hmm. um, so I always uh, referenced as I was learning and teaching myself all the different types of CSS tricks and so forth that um, this is a good tool to have to ensure that you know, what you're implementing is like kind of global and then again with that fallback. So it's a tool I've been using for years and I always seem to find something new and this does get updated so with like the most recent uh, browser information. Cool. Mm -hmm. What are like the biggest benefits you found since incorporating it into your process? Um, I guess the biggest benefit is learning, um, learning all the different like uh, how browsers work Mm -hmm. because each one is, you know, separate, and it's also different on different operating systems like PC and Mac. Mm -hmm. So I found it very useful because it helps me learn different, uh, let's say, again, those fallbacks and try to find medium for those items that don't have that capability to showcase, like, that particular CSS. And it looks like it was founded just by, like, one guy that, like, runs it and operates it by himself, which is pretty cool. Mm, okay. Could you just, like, share a few examples of that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we kind of already went over, like, the filter one, but this, like, the filter includes, like, blur, brightness, contrast, drop shadow, grayscale, key rotate, and very opacity, etc. So the filter has, like, a lot of different types you can use. Um, a couple more, which I tend to use quite a bit, so not too long ago, um, Flexbox wasn't widely used um, in CSS, but you know, in the past year, couple years, I can't really put like a number on it. Um, Flexbox became like the best way to implement if you're not using a framework, um, the grid. So Flexbox, you know, in this particular example, and if you go on Can I Use, just type in Flex, so it'll show you. We'll share these images too today. Yeah. So people have an idea what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But you can see like in IE 11, this now supports it, but 6 through 10 didn't support Flex at all. So you can see how like that process became when these browsers updated, as well as, you know, Grid, which is kind of the same thing as Flexbox. It's more on the newer side. It's supposed to be like the next Flexbox, like Grid is, because it's supposed to be like, totally CSS um, without use of frameworks, but um, you can see that in this particular example that IE isn't like up to date with that either. <laughs> so, I should put that at the end. Yeah. Put the see, good ones first. Definitely the good ones. So it's kind of hard because like, you want to make it cross-compatible, but sometimes you have to adjust depending on the capabilities True. of the browsers. So those are just a few examples. Um, but there's like, you can literally look up any like CSS in there and it can tell you like what it works on and what it doesn't work on. It's so. nice to have that all in one spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have it saved as a bookmark just in case I need to check. It's right there yeah, for me. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So as we transition from can I use, we wanted to go into CSS ready classes. 
Um, we first want to introduce like a basic intro from some people that don't even know what CSS <laughs> even stands for. I know we kind of already like we were talking about, but it's good to yeah, go over the definition. <laughs> it is, right? It's kind of, you take it for granted, especially Colleen, but it's more for people like Caitlin and I. We're so novice to it. But CSS stands for Cascading Style Sheets, and it is a style sheet language that is used for describing the presentation of a document written in a markup language like HTML. Mm -hmm. um, it is a simple mechanism for adding style, example, fonts, color, spacing, as Colleen has mentioned, to web documents. Um, and Colleen, can you really just go into what CSS ready classes are and how you use them to tie in Gravity Forms? Yeah, so these CSS ready classes were um, already invented by Gravity Forms itself. And for those of you who don't know what Gravity Forms is, um, kind of in the name, but it's a forms plugin um, that we use here at Yelling Mule. Uh, because it offers so many capabilities and one of them is to have those CSS ready classes. Let's say you have a form and you have name, email, and let's say date and company name and then message. Mm -hmm. Well, by default it would automatically stack. So what you can do with these CSS ready classes and it's kind of changed the layout of that. Uh, for instance, you can turn into that like name and email into two columns. So all you got to do is just kind of copy and paste from their documentation and implement it into the form field and then you can have uh, you know the left and right column and those are called like gravity forms left half and gravity forms right half so GF for short but then you have like different kinds you can do three columns if you want to so you have three across and you can also do list classes so let's say you have an enormous like radio button list and it's just one big column well, you can make it more, you know, user-friendly by making it into, like, two, three, four, or five columns, depending how much content you have. Mm -hmm. um, so you can, you know, just copy and paste that class in there, and then it will automatically do it. Another one of my favorites is a list inline. So rather, instead of the columns, it will just list the uh, elements right next to each other. So, like, let's say you just have yes or no, rather than that being on top, will just be side by side so it oh, nice. shortens the page length mm -hmm. um, and yeah I mean like those are some of the CSS ready classes but gravity forms offers like so much more mm -hmm. like such as um, depending on which uh, license you go with there's basic pro and elite um, they offer different types of add-ons um, for instance like with the basic they offer and this is like a couple of many but like constant contact you got HubSpot. HubSpot integration and MailChimp, that's like basic mm -hmm. needs. If mm -hmm. like, let's say you wanted a newsletter in the footer, you can connect your MailChimp account to yep. that like email um, only field and then grab the emails. For the pro, you have like, you know, Square, Stripe and Dropbox. You can connect it through that. And then for the elite, um, you have advanced post creation, authorized.net and like coupons, polls and quizzes and so much more. So if you get the elite, you can use all three. Oh, wow. But if you get the basic, you can only use basic. If you get pro, you can only use basic and pro, and then elites all three. All three, yeah. So it really just depends on what your site's needs are. Yeah, because like with each certain license comes with like the basic, you can use it on one site. The pro, you can use on three sites. The elite, you can use it on limited sites. Like it really depends. I mean, the price differs. It's on their website, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. Oh, awesome. This is very informative. We yeah. appreciate you taking the time <laughs> staying down with us and kind of going into this in detail. Mm -hmm. 
But um, we're going to be also posting a blog post today just with a summary of um, what Colleen went over. Mm -hmm. So you can check that out. Perfect. Right, thank thank you. you. Of course.